0: hey everyone welcome to the coulda woulda shoulda podcast and today i'm joined by my friend jay
1: yes as always me and ben going on this adventure coulda woulda shoulda that is still the name of the podcast it has not changed <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs>
0: maybe it was woulda shoulda coulda at the start i i, I don't know <laughs> so uh what do we what do we do on this show jay what are, what are we good at Uh,
1: I wouldn't say we're necessarily good at it, but what we do is we give each other different scenarios, different questions, and basically just say, what would you do? It's kind of like a would you rather, but a bit more open-ended.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much. It's a, a welcome to the game show, right? Yeah, we get some fun questions and some fun answers. Yeah, it's like a game show, except
1: there's no prizes and there's no audience. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, that, no audience yet, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, not yet. Working <laughs> on that.
0: Um, so, so, how ready are you? Would Would you like a question or an answer? Uh look, I'm I'm never ready. So,
1: I'm as ready as I'll ever be. You might as well just hit me. All
0: right, all right. I've got I've got a very. I think I've got like the typical uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda question, right? Okay. So. Uh, so what would you do if you could change the outcome of one event, one, one major event, right? I sort of get a double whammy here because, uh, you get to pick the event as well.
1: Okay. So, and this, this event doesn't have to be pertinent to me. It can be any event from
0: all history, any event, any event, any event, anytime, anywhere. Oh, holy shit. Okay you have the god power and you can just influence this one thing to go the way you want so that that is a hell of an open question i don't i know it's a, it's a big one uh, but i feel like it's the uh, you know it's the classic question right like
1: yeah it's it's kind of, it's a classic question kind of like you know what would you do with a million bucks it's it's any every, i think everyone has sort of an idea of how they would answer it and i think it says a lot about their personality What I'm sort of tossing up between at the moment is whether I should choose something selfish or something that would be to the betterment of mankind or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, you're getting into it now.
1: (laughs) And that's the thing. When you put on the spot like this, like I can only really think of situations that are close to me and that are fairly recent.
0: Yeah. Just just give me one just what what's what's popped into your head so far
1: ah oh, okay i mean this is this is the obvious one right and it's it's a cliche i think that's why it popped into my head so quickly was the whole uh you know hitler never becomes the leader of the third reich or some shit like that so <laughs> 6 million jews don't die you know there's there's stalin there's there's so many things. For some reason, the moon landing popped into my head. I mean, that was a very uh, an important world event. That's just floating around in my head at the moment. So that came up.
0: But what would you change about the moon landing? Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> he went to Mars instead. He missed. <laughs> he overshot the moon and ended up in Mars, and it was just a whole. I don't know. Fuck. Nah.
0: Fuck you, Ben. This is hard. <laughs> Holy shit. It's funny you, uh, mentioned Mars, uh, me and Kira went and caught that, uh, Ad Astro movie, uh, in the cinemas over the weekend. Astro Boy? What? Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a new sci-fi, very classic sort of sci-fi, uh, adventure, I guess. Um, and it stars Brad Pitt, so, uh, you get to look at his chiseled face for about two hours. Oh man, I love looking at Brad Pitt's pits. Uh, oh. Um... Okay,
1: I've thought of something. Yeah. What I would like to do is somehow make it so Facebook was never invented. That's a pretty hipster kind of answer because I think it's pretty trendy now to, for people to get off Facebook and hate on Facebook. But I see Facebook as the catalyst for the whole social media trends. And I guess now that I think about it, I'm sure that, you know, quashing is like cutting off one head, you know, another head will pop up somewhere else. I'm sure that without Facebook, something else would have been invented that, you know, started the whole social media trend. But I really can't help but feel like social media and just that kind of culture is, the whole smartphone culture as well, is something that's quite damaging to society and particularly children so I can't say it would be the right decision I can't imagine that getting rid of Facebook would fix that problem or make it so social media never exists but I still think that it would go some way to maybe changing the course of history and maybe putting us in a direction where we're less Focused on our digital lives and more focused on our real lives
0: Yeah, I can definitely appreciate that. Um, I think that, uh, you know, as people sort of study and understand uh, You know digital culture more will have a greater appreciation for uh, probably how poorly we've managed to manage Facebook and uh, let's not forget your boy MySpace. my space or if you're super old like me, Bebo.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, I think we're going to look back at our, uh, social networking and maybe be a little appalled with he- what, what it is and how we've done it. Uh, assuming it can't continue to be used to manipulate us, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think that's the key thing. And I mean, Facebook didn't come out of the gate with that kind of social and cultural impact it's really something in the last few years you know where it's it's had more of a sinister sort of way of of controlling people and swaying people's thoughts and opinions and emotions but yeah i feel i feel like if it never popped up in the first place that maybe things would have been different who knows
0: yeah i think um uh, the scary things they're doing with uh, metadata and that kind of stuff at the moment uh, is a big deal. Um, if you know me and you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this uh, or you've been linked to this via my website, with, <laughs> which I'm standing up in lieu of using Facebook. Via Facebook. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm actually... I haven't... I don't actually plan on posting this to Facebook. Mm. I plan on posting a... Uh, go here to see this. Yeah. Uh, Really, all I'm using Facebook now is, uh, it's almost like a notification or an alert system for my friends to go, oh, hey, Ben's posted some more dumb shit on that website he's made. Yeah,
1: fuck you, Zuckerberg. You don't get to listen to my podcast. If you're, <laughs> if you're Mark Zuckerberg, if you're the one person that listens to this, fuck off. We don't want
0: you here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if our only listener is Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> we will we're willing to tank this podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll
1: do the right just thing. We'll kit we'll commit podcast Sudoku and we'll end it here. We'll just
0: <laughs> that's it. Sudoku <laughs> is that is that the right thing? I don't know. Su- <laughs> Sudoku is a Japanese puzzle, fam. Uh, Isn't it like Zen s- Zenpot s- two s- or oh, something? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, you know what, Ben?
0: You're probably right. <laughs> Incredible. Uh,
1: fuck you, Zuckerberg, win and commit, podcast, Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: can't put that nine there, fam. You already got one.
1: All right, man. So uh, I imagine you've had, a, or I hope you've had a little bit of time to think about this because i got to admit, that was easily the hardest question you've given me thus far. Uh, it's, it's certainly not an easy question. So how how would you go about it? What's the one event that you would
0: change? So so I guess I've got to frame my answer a bit because uh, it's easily being heavily influenced at the moment uh, by the fact that me and Kira were lucky enough to go catch Friendly Geordies in Brisbane last night. Oh, man. Lucky, lucky, lucky. I love that, dude. And it's uh, if you haven't seen his show, go see it because it's really good. Uh, but basically, he explains why the Liberal Party is actually the worst, historically, via the data, the worst at managing the economy, right? My, my answer is very much rooted in that, because uh, it's been at at the front of my mind since seeing his show, which should probably make him a little happy, right? Like, that's why he's doing it, trying to draw attention to it and make people think about it. Uh, but... My direct answer is I would cap uh, capital gains or personal gains, right? Uh, So I guess at some point during history, uh, when banks are being stood up and, uh, you know, money or currency is being organized, uh, I would hope that there would have been a point where somebody could have gone, yeah, that guy's got, he's got enough money, right? Like he has $10 million, he's done. You can't earn any more money, fam.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You gotta share, and I'm not saying that uh, there's a magic number and people can't earn more than that. But or or what I'm or I guess what I'm not saying is that number isn't fixed. Uh, it's something that would need to evolve over time and that kind of stuff. But uh, outside of the classic, uh, I would kill or nurture Hitler. That that would be my answer right there. Is um, I would like a way to positively influence uh, money. Mm, okay,
1: it's interesting you say that. I guess both of our questions, in a way, they're both aimed at very influential institutions that are not that maybe have society's best interests not in their not in mind um, yours is certainly a different approach. And I actually think your answer is perhaps better. Um, because yeah, I guess you've gone to the root of a pretty major issue. Um, and by adding a cap to the capital, to capital gains. So capital gains that.
0: So I believe that's the money you make. I, I believe that's profit, right? I, I don't know enough about the economy or currency or that kind of stuff. But I was always under the impression that capital gains was, uh, profit in the, in the simplest sort of form.
1: Mm, It's
0: yeah. Uh, it's money that you make, uh, I guess when you've already made your money, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, And, and again, I mean, who knows whether that would be the magical answer that, you know, fixes the bank's, Kinda, I don't want to say evil. That's a that's a pretty generic term, but it, just greed. Um, sort of, they're getting those slimy fingers over everything. Uh, maybe maybe that would help. Maybe not. But at the very least, that surely would have some kind of major impact on how things are done. I think that's a pretty good answer.
0: Yeah, you can. I think you can tell just between our two answers that I had quite a bit of time to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> And outside of the context of uh, this podcast, I've even just been thinking about it in general. Um, yeah, just because I guess it's it's something of interest, I think, to people in general. Right? Uh, it's easily to ignore, but it's also uh, something that's influential on every aspect of your life. So,
1: mm. and I have to say as well, going back to friendly geordies for for a moment. He, he really is, I think, one of the best, I guess, influencers. I, I don't really know the right term. He's not really a celebrity. He's not really a media person, but he's someone that exists, I guess, in in the public realm. And he is someone that I think we should all look up to or at least listen to. A lot of the facts and things that he has are all very well-sourced. He's someone who's very well-read well and very intelligent. And the fact that he can condense a lot of that information into a way that's very digestible for the average person through things like comedy, uh, through formats like YouTube. He, oh man, I, I love Friendly Geordie so much. And I think I have actually seen that show you're talking about. Is that the Why John Howard Sucked?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, I love that. Man, that was it was so good. It was so to to come out of a comedy show and feeling like you actually got value more than more than just the laughs, but actual you feel like you learned something, you feel like you've gained experience. It's yeah, he's he shows a kind of one of a kind, I feel like. Extremely funny and extremely educational and kind of motivating in a way. Like he certainly yeah he's a very
0: yeah he's certainly his own orchestra at the moment and it's uh you know it's like uh reggae friggin uh japanese traditional fusion right (laughs) it it shouldn't go together but he is just rocking the house down right now
1: yeah he he makes it work and he's he's very genuine as well like he uh you can tell it's it's, it's who he is that's kind of what he was born to do I feel like what's what he was put on the planet to do is to make people laugh sorry to, to spread a message an important message through uh, through comedy and and entertainment and and do it well
0: yeah he's definitely uh, doing a really good job at the moment and I always look forward to Seeing his face pop up in my in my feed when I'm riding the train home.
1: Yeah, 100%. Definitely one of those YouTubers where as soon as I see a video pop up, I'm like, yep, stop what I'm doing. Watch it. Clive Palmer one the other night was fucking brilliant. <laughs> fatty McFuck's face. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> is that start? what it is? Yeah, yeah, fatty, fatty. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you are listening to this and you haven't checked out Friendly Geordies, for the benefit of yourself and for the nation, check him out. He's a legend.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's an interesting sort of struggle, and he highlighted it uh, big time at the end of his show, where he said, "Hey, uh, don't don't go after your liberal friends. Don't go after your you know your friends that are entrenched in their ideas. Shove your stoner friends off the couch and get them to go vote." I th- I think it's uh, it's sort of funny, right? How people can get so uh, entrenched in their... Th- Feelings for something that isn't doing them any good, right? It's like it's almost like fast food, right? Like you love it when you eat it, but part of you knows that it's killing your body. Maybe smoking's a better metaphor. Hmm. Uh, you know for a fact that smoking's killing you, but if somebody like stood up and really, I guess uh, persecuted you on that, you would defend yourself. And it's funny how people will so savagely defend something even when they're being shown the facts, like at no point do they go, oh, you know, there's, there's no oh moment for people.
1: Yeah, they'll just fall back to the same sort of narratives that they've been told and that they've told themselves just because it's, I mean, it's a lot easier to fall back into these old patterns than it is to carve new paths and, and take on new information and actually challenge the, uh, the thoughts and beliefs that you've always held. So you know in a way I understand where it's coming from there. it's it's hard you can't really get people to change their mind. it's it's kind of an impossible task, but it's the people that are a bit more ambiguous and maybe misinformed but not so stubborn. They're the ones that that need to be uh, need to be let in on the secret.
0: Yeah, it's very much a game of the uh, fence sitters at the moment right mm. You've just got people who, yeah, as you said, they, they think they know or they don't care. And if you, if you arm them with the knowledge, they'll defend themselves accordingly. And that's, that's what we need more of is, uh, people realizing that this isn't just, uh, you know, whose face we're going to see for three years where we're fighting at the moment. Um, every time you go to the polls, like, you know, they should be playing some dramatic music or some shit really to get you drummed up because as it stands right now, if you're going to the polls, like you're, you're fighting for yourself right now, uh, arming yourself with knowledge co- and watching content uh, of both sides, right? Because you can't be well-informed if you aren't paying attention to what the other guy's doing. Um, yeah, we're, in, we're in, a, in a fight for our lives, particularly with uh, the climate change issues that we're having at the moment, but... I feel like that's probably a deep rabbit hole to dive down, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think we've certainly exhausted uh, the original question. <laughs> so uh, That's good,
0: though. That's good.
1: Yeah, yes. A topic for another time, for sure, for sure. But until then, Ben, Ben, my friend, I am a hungry boy. And today, oh. for snack time, I have brought many goodies that I would like <laughs> to share with you and the viewers.
0: What have you got, fam? What have you got for me now? Okay,
1: if uh, I've got my plate here of various goods, now the theme for tonight's feast is Nutella. <laughs> Everybody loves Nutella. I love Nutella. Uh, this tub of Nutella was bought for me by my housemate for my birthday because she knows I love it that much. An entire tub. So I have a few things, and I'm going to be dipping them in Nutella and then consuming them. So, first up, I have a strawberry, which is fairly conventional.
0: Yeah, the classic, right? Yeah,
1: and and pretty damn good, I must say. So, I'm just going to cover this this little red boy in Nutella. Mm.
0: Oh, it's like edging for my ears. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more, Jay.
1: That was delicious. That was delicious.
0: (laughs) So, next up,
1: this is... Uh, this is on the same level. I feel I'm. I'm kind of treating myself right now, actually. So next up, I have banana. Yeah, ba- oh. banana Nutella is is one of my most favourite things.
0: That's that's, that's top tier Nutella right there. Delicious, yeah. So down the hatch. You can tell you're from Queensland. You you banana bender.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: <laughs> if I could have gotten mangoes, that would have been. <laughs>
1: A great compliment to this, but instead, I've uh, for my third act, I have uh, a wheat bix, just a dry wheat bix, (laughs) 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 because I have them in the pantry and they're there. So I thought I'd try it, and this is going to be great for the (laughs) uh, for the audience.
0: Man commits suicide Mm. on air (laughs) (laughs) by eating dry wheat (laughs) bix and not being able to breathe. Mm. Mm. Well, that was nice.
1: The wheat bix it tastes good, but we all know that dry wheat bix isn't the most comfortable thing to have in your mouth. Now, (laughs) to bring it home, I have the piece de resistance, which is a one dollar and twenty cent snowy river sausage roll covered in nutella
0: (laughs) why are you doing this to yourself
1: (laughs) and i'm gonna take a photo of this to uh to send to ben and if this is i don't know if it's possible to post post pictures on anchor or spotify for the pod but anyway i can make this
0: episode's picture your wheat pick that would be great that would be lovely Oh, sorry, your, your sausage roll. Mm,
1: so here we go. And at this point, it's quite lukewarm because it has been sitting <laughs> on the bench for about 45 minutes. So here we go.
0: Mm. <laughs> How's that, buddy?
1: It's very soggy. It, it's not soggy. It went in the microwave.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> microwave sausage roll with Nutella. Mm. Please and look I, this
1: says a lot about me you know I'm a 25 year old single male living <laughs> with my housemate and uh, gotta say1.20 sausage roll with Nutella on it. Not bad. It's okay. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it you know So that's 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 my snack time for today. I hope everyone Ooh. enjoyed
0: it. Because I certainly fucking didn't. (laughs) Amazing. Well, my snack time is far less interesting. Uh, It's funny, though, that we essentially both went uh, away from crunchy foods. I have the uh, classic (laughs) vanilla yogurt, fam. Vanilla yogurt. Okay. Oh, man. That's good. i am just... I'm just going to, uh, you won't be able to hear this, right? But I'm just going to snuck down on this boy for the rest of the cast.
1: Oh, mate, go, go hard. Uh, I'm glad we moved away from the crunchy stuff. We have to entertain our softer
0: sides. Um, this is it. Podcast is over. Mm. I'm having a yogurt.
1: I have an idea for snack time next week. We could, um, instead of telling the audience and each other what we're eating, maybe we should just bite into it. And let let them try and guess <laughs> from the sound. I've sort
0: of been been thinking the same thing. So, yeah, let's give that a go. All
1: right. Great.
0: <laughs> so, Joe, what have you got for me on this fine evening?
1: So, I have... Well, Ben, would you believe it? I have <laughs> a question of all things. Jeez. And that question is... Actually... So, I have two questions. The first
0: question is,
1: Ben, what is your most beloved animal?
0: Alright, when you say beloved animal, right, are you talking like uh, the whole, using sheep as an example, all sheep ever, or are you talking about an individual animal? Well, if I was talking about an individual animal, I suspect
1: that would be... Your, your, your pup. That would probably be a pup. Yes. (laughs) Um, but in this instance, I'm thinking more species, an entire species.
0: I think this is hard, right? I really like goats. Okay. (laughs) Like, I just really want to own and live with a goat, I love their crazy Satan eyes, and the way they headbutt things, and the way they yeet themselves off of literally anything. <laughs> yes, I, I, that's a solid answer. Goats
1: are well, they're fucking cool. Those are all positives as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. don't get me wrong. If I could, if I could own a cow, like that would be a highlight for me too. Hmm. Mm, okay. Um. But yeah, if I had to like nail it right down to one. I think it'd be goat, right? Okay. So your your most beloved
1: animal is goats.
0: <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Apparently.
1: <laughs> this is why this podcast is such a good idea. We're learning so much about ourselves and each other. So, goats. Now the real question is, what would you do if you found out that electricity, so the electricity that powers uh you know, powers your lights, powers your the computer that we're recording this podcast on, everything, charges your phone, what would you do if you found out that electricity, the entire time it's existed, has actually been harvested from the life energy of goats? So electricity is harvested from goats and it kills them. So you you, fi- you find out that every time you flick on a switch, you know, you're killing a goat. Every time you turn on the TV and watch it for an hour, you're killing a whole family of goats. What would you do? How would you change your ways? Or or would you even change your ways if you found out that that was happening?
0: Well, all right, straight up, just straight up. I've got, fuck you, Jay, because I don't want to live in a universe where goats are harvested for their life force
1: <laughs> and it's savage but, too like it's not just they go out peacefully it's like ripped from their very essence they're like ground into powder and turned into electricity
0: <laughs> oh wow okay so so like does does like solar energy for example exist or like is it just goat energy And everything else is a ruse. There is no alternate forms of electricity. There is only goat energy. Are we running out of goats?
1: Uh, we're not running out of goats now, but it could become a problem in the future.
0: Oh, fuck me. I guess you can only use electricity if you're researching how to not use goat energy, (laughs)
1: damn it. Okay. Well, in this in this universe, that's the only way that electricity can be made. So there's no oh, man. it's it's either it's either you you make this sacrifice or you continue to live as you are with
0: the guilt of knowing that goats die by your hand. I would definitely say like, yeah, say this is like big news story, right? I would definitely adjust my lifestyle. i.e. I I would own quite a few more candles than I currently own. I'm not sure what I would do about hot water just yet because I really love hot showers. (laughs) Uh, uh, I guess I'd I'd get a gas hot water system. Like, electricity is great, right? But it's not the only energy source. And I'm not saying that you could power, like, your computer or TV or whatever on it, but uh, we've got gas. Maybe maybe this is how we get to... uh, uh, the steampunk future, right? Uh, someone rises up who is equally as passionate about goats. They cast the government out. People start carrying swords and wearing cool retro goggles. <laughs> okay. And, and,
1: and the goat populations begin to rise. And so we live in harmony in a, in a world of steampunk and, and, and goats.
0: Oh, man. This this went from like the worst question you've ever asked me to the best question I think.
1: <laughs> Steampunk goat futures, man. That's where it's at. Sounds tight.
0: Well, who is who is your favorite animal?
1: Definitely penguins.
0: Oh man,
1: definitely penguins. <laughs>
0: Yours is so much worse, right? Because some people hate goats, but I can't think of people hating penguins.
1: Yeah, man, they're just such—they're just dope, man. Penguins are just dope. Oh, why would you want to hurt a penguin? So I—I'd I'd honestly be pretty, pretty, pretty fucked. I think. Um, I—I I would definitely be. It's a bit of a cop out, but I—I I feel like my answer would be very similar. Um, I. I'm already somewhat inclined to to fucking just leave this this life and go live in the mountains with no electricity and I'm sure that I'd probably die a cold lonely death up there because of my sheltered existence I don't know how to survive on my own without electricity but yeah I I I couldn't live with that guilt I'd have to try and find an alternative I'd I'd, I'd do I'd do something I'd go live in a live in a hut.
0: Yeah, I would be uh inclined to join you. Uh I don't know about Kira and maybe it's just a case of stuff you Kira, I'm I'm going to live in the mountains with Jay. We're going to recreate Brokeback Mountain without you.
1: That's the thing, all of this protesting in the street that often happens in Melbourne for climate change and all of that stuff. Like it's 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 really it's a huge crisis that's kind of happening in our world at the moment but for me for one reason or another i i don't have that emotional outburst that drives me to go to things like protests and 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 things like that but if it was penguins if there was like a penguin rally where it's like fuck the energy companies we don't want penguins to die i would go to that i would definitely be there and i would fight I would fight for the penguins and their rights.
0: Yeah, I, I sort of avoid protests, right? Because I feel like I could get proper into it and get myself into some proper trouble.
1: Yeah, uh, you are trouble, man. You'd, you'd, punch, <laughs> you'd punch a fucking nerd right in this crap <laughs> lousy face.
0: I like, I go to the football and I get fired up, right? Like, <laughs> who knows what it's, you know, actual stakes are on the line, what I would be inclined to do. Yeah, someone gets all up in your grill. Oh, not even that. It's just like, you know, you find yourself out the front of fucking. Let's say we're in Canberra. You're out the front of out the front of Parliament, and good old ball bags, fucking shit pants shitty pants, Scotty Morrison. <laughs> oh, shitty pants, Scotty Morrison. He comes out and like you know he gives the classic Scotty Scotty Morrison speech, or. <laughs> uh you know just to just for the cameras and then as he's walking away he gives you like the finger or something right or he gives you that shit eating grin he's got <laughs> i think i would like if i was close enough to him i would lose my fucking mind and i would not be able to help myself but
1: crack him in his goddamn jaw oh man you'd be doing the, you'd be doing the world a favor i know all those contracted wilson security guards would be piling on top of you like
0: <laughs> you wouldn't believe <sighs> So, getting to, getting to Egg Boy right, I like what he did, right? I'm a big fan. I'm also a big enough fan. Or I guess not fan, but I'm, I'm a realist enough to say that... Uh, I think it was Fraser Anning, right? Uh, him putting Egg Boy in a headlock is okay, too. Like, I, I don't agree with anything that comes out of the shithole of a mouth that is Fraser Anning's mouth. <laughs> but... You, you have the right to defend yourself, right? Like, if someone attacks you, like, as a person, you have the right to fight back, I think. Like, that statement's quantifiable by a lot of different things, right? Um, you can't just, you know, kill somebody for stepping on your big toe or something, right? But the, the desire or the natural response to, you know, somebody, I guess, whacking you with an egg is to just grab that guy and put him in a headlock. Like, that, that was probably fair.
1: I I agree on on some levels yes with that because e- even the act itself of just egging the guy it's I mean it's 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 very memeable it's pretty pretty fucking funny but yeah it's it probably does more harm than good it certainly gives um, you know the right wing or, or whatever a bit more ammo to sort of work with when it comes to. Because that's the thing—the left always seen as, as overly emotional. So, when someone acts out on that and does something that's purely based on emotion, then it, it kind of gives them a little bit of reassurance to go, well, ha, well, you know, the left is just a bunch of young young hooligans who think egging is cool, and you know, they're clearly not mature and shouldn't really be be listened to or be given a voice or uh, anything like that. But. um I don't know, it's certainly brought a lot of attention to to, to Fraser running and a lot of negative attention. I mean, I don't think it was that popular, obviously, in the first place, even amongst some of his constituents, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I, I don't, I feel neither here nor there. I think it was funny and uh, that's about it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, there probably needs to be like, uh, I think a lot of funny stuff happened with like how he got into his seat and... Uh, how he was able to get back into his seat after something went wrong. I think that like, you know, just having clearer rules on that sort of junk would just make more sense, right? Like, um, we don't let, uh, you know, we probably don't let criminals get blue cards. I'm not sure how that works exactly, but, um, there's probably, you know, it's probably hella hard for some guy who's convicted of even any crime to get a job in a daycare Uh, It sort of seems like comparable, right, that if you do something wrong, you know, by the power you have as being an influential person, then even if even looking at things like addiction, right, like we don't or we try to encourage people who have drinking problems to not drink. Why would we let people who have problems managing their power get back into a place where they have any power
1: Hmm, uh, that's that's very true ben and uh and I think it has a very simple answer, and it's that <laughs> the shit people that always get back into power are let in by shit people <laughs> <laughs> All right Ben well uh I think we've 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 only answered two questions today, but I think they were pretty meaty. Meaty topics So it was certainly very open Well your question was extremely open I think we probably could have talked about that for a
0: long time But uh, Well you you beautiful people It has been a fun podcast Again Do not show this to my mum
1: Yes Never send this to Ben's mum Thank you all for joining us on this (laughs) journey We started off With uh, talking about Hitler And then we talked about (laughs) steampunk goats then we talked about pure penguin energy and then we talked about egging fraser Anning. it was a fucking roller coaster hope you all had fun yeah that was wild and we'll see you all next time yes i gotta smash this fucking nutella sausage roll i'm so keen See see you guys see ya